Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. What's up, Buffalo Fanatics? Josh Allen here. Just wanted to say, uh, go Bills. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy back at it again. If you guys are tuned in for the very first time, this is the Buffalo Fanatics. This is your boy Rico, and we are back at it again. If you guys were feeling that track, smash that like real quick. Smash that like real quick for my man Ronald. My man, Ronald Wrigley, because I'm wearing my hat just for my guy, Ronald Wrigley. That's for you, Ronnie. That's for you, baby. Listen, shout out to my man, Don Brown, came through. We've been working on that for a minute now. And, uh, you know what I mean? It's official. It's out there. So that's the uh, that's the official, you know what I'm saying, track for the record report. That's what you're going to get every freaking show. My man my man put his foot through it. And, and then, you know what? The production was, was on point. Production by my man, Owen. Let's go, folks. Man, we got a good one this week. The Jets, the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. I'm telling you, man, I think from the beginning of the year, when these guys came out with their draft, regardless of what they're doing right now, and they're doing pretty decent, I was like, this is the team that we're going to be have to, we're going to have to really pay attention. By the way, shout out to people that are noticing my Old school shirt. I made this a long time ago. You guys, you guys thought it was a joke when I was a, a Nate Peterman fan. <laughs> there it is. There's the proof. This was the for the first one of the first shirts I, I made. And I was like, yo, NPP, man. It's the Nate Peterman process. Remember, they were trying to feed us that process juice. Trust the process. And at the time, they were they were parading my guy, Nate Peterman, as the as the starter. And he was killing it in the freaking preseason. So I was like, yo, man, the Nate Peterman process. I'm the Nate Peterman ambassador. Let's roll. And then it came crashing down. But this shirt is always going to be a classic. Ah, and, and actually, it's funny enough, because had he won the starting job, which we did, I think I made a bet with uh, Cover One's Aaron Quinn. And he's like, yo, if he gets the starting job, I will buy one of them shirts. <laughs> he never did, but it's all good. It's all good. He, he's like, yo, duly noted. But I mean, we all know what happened after that. It was the collapse of Nate Peterman. <laughs> you know how that goes. But anyway. He looked great. Listen, man, he looked great in college. He was doing his thing at Pitt. You know I'm saying I thought he was going to be something special, but yeah, no. Anyway, uh, let's get to it, baby. Let's get to it. Um, welcome, everybody. This is Friday night. You don't have to be here, but guess what? You are here. You're rocking with your boy, and I appreciate that very much. So, but yo, shout out to my man Don Brown. Uh, came through. Uh, that's the Rico report. Uh, we're gonna call it. You know, we're gonna call that track the report. That's what it's gonna be. That's what. We'll, that's what we're gonna be rocking with. And uh, that's gonna be a staple, man. So appreciate you. Uh, you came through heavy. I might, I might have to make you. I, yo, I might need another one. I might need another one 
And this one is for the whole fanatics. You know what I'm saying? So we all can use it. You know what I'm saying? Not just me, but you know I mean, Pierre, Bobby, the whole shebang. You feel me? So we get into that, bro. But anyway, we have some things to talk about, man. We got some things to talk about. First and foremost, how are we settling in with knowing that Naeem Hines is our tailback that's picking up the the picking up the freaking um, playbook rather quickly, and it's not an easy playbook to pick up, according to Josh Allen. And he's you know I mean he's coming in and making it work. And what's really nice is that they're they're giving him terminology that that translate to what he was. I mean he's been in the system with the Colts his whole career, right? So it's 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 obviously nice that he's now going to be with a winning squad, um, a very competitive squad, and he's trying to learn as much as he can right off the right off the rip. Um, so we we gonna we gonna see how it plays out. But the fact of the matter is this: he's learning the playbook very well. He's learning the playbook very well, and I can't see him not getting on the field this coming Sunday. I just it, it'd be very difficult for me not to see him. They put a couple packages together for him. And, and let him go. Um, this is, I really like this. I mean, at first glance, the signing is like, okay, cool. That's nice. We got a nice back. Like, it's it's not like we got a scrub. We got a nice back. Um, but when you start really looking at, like, the whole situation, it'd be like, yo, like, this is actually underrated signing. And I can see very much why Pat McAfee's pissed because we let they let you know what I'm saying essentially one of their favorites and one of their better backs go but he even said it himself Naeem Naheem even said it himself he was phased out he was getting phased out he's like I knew it was coming especially more specifically the last game you just know when you're not wanted somewhere you just know you know what I'm saying and like and I'm I'm sure we've we've all been in a situation where we go somewhere or we're in a group conversation, um, we're in a group chat, whatever the case is, and they're just not including you. I mean, you're there, they acknowledge you, but they're not including you. You feel me? And that's what he was feeling. And we've all been there. You know what I'm saying? We go, we go to a party, a friend invites you to the party, and you just look lost. You're just like, ah, they don't really F with me here. They're just not, the vibe's not here. So you're like, okay, I, I get it. No hard feelings. Let's try to work something out. Yo, I'm leaving the party because this, this is more your vibe. It's not my vibe. And I, I feel like, nah, it's not for me. I'm going to head out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let me, turn my, let me turn around and head out. And that's pretty much what happened to um, Naeem Himes. But he landed in a wonderful spot. And what he says is a perfect fit. And I really hope this is a perfect fit for Naeem Himes because there, there could be some really good things that happen. Now, here's, here's the interesting part, though. Because... They brought in, they brought in James Cook. You know what I'm saying, and you know, what I mean, good speed, catch out of the backfield, all that stuff. But there's like, and I don't, know, I don't know because it's the new, it's the new thing. You know, when you get something nice and shiny, you pay attention to that nice and shiny thing a little bit more than you know, what I mean, the old toys or whatnot. And Josh was like, "Yo," he looked over at Diggs. Apparently, and was like, "Yo, he's freaking fast, man." Yo, if you got your quarterback say, "Yo, he's freaking fast," I'm gonna tell you right now, they are going to use that man this game. They are gonna use that man this game. And it's going to, it's, uh, I'm looking forward to this one. This is going to be fun. What I really hate, what I really hate, I don't know if you guys have ever been in this situation, but like, I'm going to be 
I got to give a shout out to my man from uh, from Ottawa. What up, my man from Ottawa? Ottawa Mafia checking in. Big ups, my man, D Manias. What's going on, D? What's happening, bro? My man, Andrew Lipset is in the building. What's up, baby? My man, my neighbor. What's happening, man? You, we got to get it to where I got to bring my... Listen, I don't know if you guys know this, man, but I, I think I told this story before, but in this neighborhood that I moved here about a year ago, I met a Buffalo fanatic. Yes, you're damn right. I met a Buffalo fanatic and he lives around the freaking corner and he's been watching us and 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 he's like, yo, I watch you. You're around the freaking corner and we got to get together so I can let you see what this setup is like. It really isn't anything special. I'm actually thinking of like changing this backdrop and, and getting it a little bit more professional, if you will. But I kind of like this backdrop. I kind of like it. But I don't know. I'm thinking about switching it up. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to have you over, man, and, and have a look. Don't judge the place. <laughs> but anyway, let's get to it, man. So the fact, the fact of the matter is this. Naeem Himes, I believe, is going to be, uh, he's going to be utilized. They're going to showcase his speed. They're going to showcase his athletic ability. They're going to showcase him returning punts. Like, he is going to be active. And I, I, I'm looking forward to it. What really sucks is that my daughter has a freaking state they both my daughters are in soccer and they one's a goalie and one's a striker it's their first time playing soccer right and their game the organizers were like yeah they play on sundays i'm like okay and uh they play like in the morning so you won't have to really worry about anything i'm like so early morning like eight nine yeah 10 latest 11 i was like oh that works because i'm in the atlantic so games are 2 p.m for me you know what I'm saying? And, you know, if you guys live in L.A., it's a different time zones, right? Everybody lives in different time zones. This game is at 1 p.m. What the hell is that? And, like, what am I going to look like? A father that doesn't go to his daughter's first game to watch the Jets and the Bills? I can't do that. So I got to watch. I got to go to the I mean, support my girls and then on my way home, try to watch the game from my phone. Ah, that's BS. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to miss, like, the first quarter. So like part of me is like, do I watch it on my phone or do I just not watch it whatsoever and just just play it from the start and then just catch up, cut through commercials, not look at my phone and watch it until I catch up completely. I'm still trying to figure out. You guys let me know what I should do. Should I just watch from the phone in the car or just don't turn anything on and just focus on the girls? And then when I get home, watch the game from the, I'll be behind. I'm not going to look at my phone. I'm not going to look at anything. And it's hard to because I like to like kind of tweeting at the same time. So I got to watch it from the start. So we'll see. Well, probably, listen, family first, man. You guys already know what it is. It's always family first. But anyway, I'm really excited to see what we have in store for my man, Naheem Himes. I think, and I love the number he chose. Love it. There's something about a solid number that just makes me excited to see what, what the running back's going to do. And he chose a wonderful number. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be dope. Now, the Jets, we're going over to New Jersey. Folks, and if you think that we're going to walk over the Jets, you've got another thing coming. Now, I need to make something very clear to y'all. I brought it up last week, and I'm going to bring it up again. We, so Martin says, you'll watch from the phone, man. You got to watch from the phone. I don't know if I could get true the true experience from watching from the phone. I don't know if I could. I don't know if I could do it. I mean, I'm sitting there. She's going to be, I'm going to make the wife drive. I'm going to be sitting there watching from the game. Like she's going to be trying and the girls are going to be trying to daddy. What how did I do? Did you guys like it? Hold on a second. I, I don't want to do that. I think I might just wait. <laughs> I'm going to wait it out, man. I can't do that. Those, those are my babies, man. Those are my girls. Okay. I, I can't. You know what I'm saying? Um, see, Jeff knows it. Jeff King knows it. Focus on the girls. Damn it. The game will be what it is. 
It will be what it is. And I hope it's a beatdown. But here's the deal, folks. The Jets aren't to be effed with. I said it at the, at the beginning of the offseason because of the way they did. They had a great offseason, a fantastic offseason. Free agency-wise, they did well. They did really well in the draft. Sauce Gardner's doing extremely well. Brees Hall was doing extremely well until he got hurt. Um, listen, man, they, they like, listen, J- Jermaine Johnson, like, they're doing their thing. And I don't know too much about them. I'm going to start kind of like, you know what I mean? I mean, peering in and watching it because I never watched the Jets, right? But man, it's uh, I'm not, I'm not worried at all. But this is not one of the, it's not, this is not the Packers. This isn't the Packers. I know they have Vegas has us as as a seventy nine point five percent chance to win this game, and the spread is eleven point five. I'll tell you why the spread is eleven point five. The spread is eleven point five because of one player in particular, and that's Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson can can absolutely ruin this game for the Jets, or he keeps them in the game and keeps them competitive. Now, last week, I talked, I brought something up to you guys, and you guys were like, oh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't realize that. Oh, interesting. Good point. So here's what it is. See, Wario doesn't like it. <laughs> Wario's like, yo, Rico, stop it. I get it, but still, listen, I said the same thing last year. When I was like, I don't know. I don't like the fact that we're going up against the Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't like it. There's something that tells me that this is not a good matchup. What happened? We lost. We lost that game. I'm not saying at all this is the case. But I'm going to, I mean, propose, I'm going to propose, I'm going to give you guys some statistics that give that make this team a better team than most people are making them to be. They are a top 10 defensive team. A top 10 defensive team. Now, the Packers had a number one ranked pass defense. Had that look against us. Well, Josh Allen threw for, what, 52% completion. He had two interceptions. And he had one of his worst outputs of the year. I think he had like 220 yards or something like that. From other quarterbacks, cool. For Josh Allen, he set the standard. He set the bar so damn high that we're like, "Mm, not a good game. And... Furthermore, Stefan Diggs went off as he should. He's, he's that dude. But Jair Alexander was on the other side and locking down and giving fits to Gabriel Davis. And Gabriel Davis ended his night with two receptions, two drop footballs, and seven targets. Not a good game. And I bring this up because the Jets have Two solid corners. Everybody says this every time. Yo, Rico, you scared? No. But I'm not going to sit here and be the homer team that's like, we're going to kill this team and we're going to do this and we're going to do that and we're going to, we're going to. Yo, I got to talk about the facts. These are the facts. You guys need to know this shit. So these Jets, more specifically start with their rookie corner, probably the best corner in in uh in the rookie draft class sauce gardner ahmad gardner all right gardner right now has 12 pass breakups that's number one in the league that's number one not just for the rookies that's number one in the league he's got 12 pass breakups so quarterbacks are trying him. they definitely are trying him, right number two quarterbacks throwing his way have a rating of 63.8 not great 63.8, and he's got one interception this year. So 
Where does Gardner play? Who knows? Who is he going to cover? Most likely should cover Stefan Diggs, which would leave that to be a massive battle. Sauce knows what's coming his way. And so does Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs knows, okay, this rookie I've been here, he's been playing well. I'll see what he is. He's got good length. He's got great speed. He's, he's, a, he's a player. The boy can play. So that is, that's a key matchup that everyone's going to be paying attention to. See how that plays out. That's number one. Furthermore, DJ Reed is the other corner. And DJ Reed is holding quarterbacks to 59.8 QB rating. So they got some dogs at corner. They got some dogs at corner. So we already saw what Gabriel Davis gave us last week up against the number one pass defense in the game. So now he's going up against another very good passing defense in the Jets. DJ Reed, 59.8 QB rate. Now, the problem is he ain't playing Josh Allen. Right? I mean, they haven't played Josh Allen. You about, to, you about to face Josh Allen. Josh Allen is a different beast. That's a different beast. You can't just do the things you did against, you know what I'm saying, those bum-ass quarterbacks that you played thus far. This is different. Now, the Jets, any team that is, that is pressuring over 30%, that is a team that gets pressure. And the Jets are a very good team that gets pressure. All right. So they are at they're they're at a pressure rate of 31%. So they're bringing the blitz. And they're bringing the blitz heavy. If if you're above 30%, that means you're coming. You're always bringing something. So they're going to try to get on, you know what I'm saying? They're going to try to lock down on our corners, probably man to man. I don't know too much about this just defense, but if you're coming and bringing the pressure and bringing the blitz, you got to be in zero. You maybe maybe zero or maybe cover one. So that means it's going to be man-to-man coverage, right? The biggest fear that the Packers had was they didn't want to go man-to-man. They didn't want to go zero coverage or one coverage. Why? Because Josh Allen, the minute you saw he saw you turn your back, he gone. So they were shook. So they played zone all day. Will the Jets do the same? I doubt it. I think this is a big test for the Jets. They're going to see what they are made of. This is a big test. See what this defense is made of and can they match up with these bills? Because they drafted essentially for these bills. They got a pass rush, Quinton Williams, Jermaine Johnson. You know what I'm saying? They got some guys on that squad. CJ Mosley. You got Sauce Gardner. You got Whitehead. Like, they, they listen, man, they were, I paid attention to what the Jets were doing, man. They did some good things this offseason. You can't take that away from them. You got to give them the props on that. But they're also facing the fucking best quarterback in the game. I don't give a fuck what anybody tells me. Yeah, I'm cussing. That's two cusses in a row. They're facing a mother effing beast in Josh Allen. So they're going to have their hands full. They're going to have their hands full. That's why this game is going to be a lot more entertaining and fun than most people want to give credit for. All right? DJ Reed, I'll tell you about that. So, And the Jets' defense as a whole, they're keeping quarterbacks to a rating of 77.8. So not great, but not, not like we're to the point where you're so scared of them. But they, they, will, they will give up some plays, right? They're bringing up 31% pressure, and they do bring the blitz. The Jets run defense, right? The Jets run defense. Hold on a second. Somebody said, yo, yes, Rico, and a pissed off Allen. You damn right. It's going to be a Is he going to be pissed off Allen? I don't know. Allen's looking, he's feeling pretty good right now. But now he didn't, he didn't like the performance he put on last week. So that's the, the one thing that the Jets should be shook because 
he's coming to redeem his name because he didn't have a great game and he knows it. So he's about to turn back up against the Jets. Now, let me continue here. The Jets run defense. They're allowing, they're, they're allowing running backs to run for 3.8 yards a carry, right? And that's third in the NFL. So they, they've put some effort in stopping the run. So that is why their defense is top 10. There And there's a reason that they have a winning record. The Jets are 5-3. and three. Nobody would expect the Jets to be 5-3. and three. I'm not going to cap. Nobody expected. I didn't expect them to be 5-3. and three. I knew they were going to be competitive, but to be 5-3, and three, did not see that coming. Did not see that coming. So, hold on. My man P Money's in the building. Uh, what, what's Pierre saying? Pierre says, the only way we lose this game is if we have a Jags-type performance. Zach Wilson will give the Bills offense many opportunities. And I'm going to get into that. I'm going to get into Zach Wilson. Because Zach Wilson is the X factor in this game. He is the X factor. He knows he's the X factor. His team knows he's the X factor. The Bills know he's the X factor. And he's been looking like garbage. Anytime I see Zach Wilson, he's wolf. You ever watch, you ever watch uh, Home Alone and Buzz? Is it Bud or Buzz? I think it's Bud. Bud's girlfriend. And when Kevin sees her, he goes, he looks at the picture, he goes, wolf. That's Zach Wilson. You look at that picture of Zach Wilson, you're like, woof. You look at his statistics, woof. Straight up. Run defense, 3.8 yards a carry. Ranked for third in the game. Devin Singletary is running for 4.5 yards a carry. So he's almost going for five yards a pop. We're about to see whose trenches is more beastly. Because this is about the trench game. Whose trenches is more beastly? And last but not least, Zach Wilson. And I want to give some stats on these teams. So just kind of give you context of what we will be facing, what we will be facing, excuse me. Wilson is, has got a 71 QB rating right now. So not great. Not great, Bob. So this is where we, these bills, we're gonna, are going to have to take advantage. How do they take advantage? Well, let's start with this. We have 21 sacks this year. And with the 21 sacks that we have, we pressure. We have a pressure of 28%. You got me saying percent. 28%. Right? Like I told you, if it's 30 and above, you know that this team gets mad pressure. So we're just below the 30%. And this is without blitzing. 28% pressure off of just our, our, our linemen. So Zach Wilson is going to be in trouble in that regard. If we, we blitz... 15% of the time. We don't, we don't do much blitzing. Why? Because we get after the quarterback with our front four. And if we do blitz, problems, we're getting after you. Against the run. They don't have Brees Hall. Brees Hall was their home run hitter. Michael Carter can still play. James Robinson is a beast. He's a, he's a bruiser back. He can still play. But my goodness. My, hold on a second. My man David said, uh, Rico, a lot of misdirection should confuse the Jets. Um, we'll see. Whenever you have an aggressive defense, uh, and I'm sure they're going to be very aggressive, they're going to try to really get on us. Uh, this is where you can kind of misdirection, counterplays, you know, what I'm saying play action, really, really kind of, you know, what I mean, discombobulate them, get them all over the place. Like, yo, what, what are they doing? What are they? That's what we want to do. We want to be able to get them in that position, but we'll get there, right? So, four point yard, four point one yards, uh, a, a, a run is what we are, we're giving up to uh, the opposing teams. And it really, really went up last week. So it was way better. But Packers running for 200 yards kind of screwed that up a little bit. So we were most likely in the three, three point whatever. So we we're probably number one or close to, because we're right now, we're ranked fifth in the league. 
we were probably number one. I digress. So defensively, we'll be ready for the the, the, the Jets. And like I said, the X factor, obviously, is Zach Wilson. All right? We've got 11 interceptions this year, and we're allowing six yards per play. Solid. 75, 73.8 rating uh, versus QBs. So these QBs are not doing great against us. Not great. Now, here's the deal. Offensively, Josh Allen leads the league in 314 yards a game. He's putting 300, three bills on your ass per game. Yeah, it's an, it, it was, it, it was, a, it's a rarity that Josh doesn't do that. And before, remember, I, I can, I'll speak for myself. Two years ago, I was like, when is this guy ever going to throw for 300 yards? Do you remember? He was like throwing for 200 yards a game, 220. I was like, fam, if this guy wants to take the leap, he's got to start throwing for 300 yards a game. Enters, enters COVID year. COVID year, he went nuts. 300 yards, 400 yards. I was like, okay. And he hasn't looked back since. He's been really doing it. So Josh Allen, 314 yards, ranks him first in the league. He's got 19 passing touchdowns, ranked him for second. The band's on fire. His favorite target, Stephon Diggs, is averaging 110 yards a game. So you know they're going to get busy against the Jets. And that's but not least, he's only taken 11 sacks this year. That's a 22.7 rate against, uh, against the game. Excuse me. Uh, that's what he's facing from opposing defenses. So it's going to be fun. Now, now that I got out that all those, those statistics out of the way, it kind of it just I I did that to kind of give you an idea that this is not just going to be a walkthrough. This is the NFL, right? The Jets have been the little brother for some time now. The last what three years? The Bills are twelve and two, something stupid. Twelve and two in the division, so we've been owning the division. We've been we've been we've been daddy in that division. But now, there comes a time where. Little brother doesn't want to be little brother anymore. And they're going to try. They're going to swing back. So we got to make sure that we, we are still the dominant sibling. We're still the, you know, we're all brothers in this division, but we're the dominant sibling. Father figure, if you will. And we got to continue to be the father figure. Don't let them come in and try to push and try to take spots. No way. Try to make a name for themselves. We got we to gotta X that ASAP. My man Ronald Wrigley says, I saw enough against the Jets. See, I didn't, I've not watched any Jets games this year. I just have no interest in them. But I'm going to. I want to see what, is, what this hype is all about, but Sauce Gardner and DJ Reed. I want to see it. I would love to hear Rico say, uh, I would love to hear Rico say this uh, practically. This is practically a bye week. Let's recognize a team that have a take and pride in it. We're winning a lot of games this year, boys and girls. I'm not going to sit here and say this is a bye week. Heck no, I'm not going to say that. Heck no. Come here. Don't give me a hug. What you scared for? You act like you've never done this before. <laughs> All right. Night. See ya. That. Yeah, you close the door. That, that is a situation where I'm not going to sit here and sleep on the Jets. Yo, can't sleep on anybody in this league. We learned our lesson against the Jags. Enough said. Now. Enough of giving the statistics on the Jets. Let's know. Let's find out. We're about to really let them know, let them know who we are. We've got the one of the best offenses in the game. 
We've got one of the best defenses in the game, the number one defense in the game. The Jets are going to be, they're, they're in trouble because, and somebody alluded it earlier, Josh Allen's going to be a pissed off Josh Allen. Josh Allen did not have a good game last week. He is there to redeem himself. But it's going to be fun nonetheless. But now we have to figure out five keys to victory. How do we win this game? And not just win this game, to, you know, send the message. Because we, we haven't played any division games other than the Miami game. So we're 0-1 in the division. So we have to send, and that's another big point. And I, I should, I'm going to start with that one. The keys to victory is to send message. That's the key. Key number one is send a message. Because we lost to the Miami Dolphins. We shouldn't have lost, but we lost. Okay? Chalk it up. There's no way we can lose again to, a, a, to the Jets. We can't. We can't. We have no room for mistakes, especially in our division. And you know how divisional games go. Divisional games are tough. They're always played tough. You play the team twice a year. They know you well. They know your personnel. A lot of times when changes to teams are being made, one guy will leave and get signed to the other. They gives, you know what I mean, gives up the secrets. Who knows what he does? The point is, players move around, and they know personnel. They just know the team. They're constantly hearing about the team because they're in the same division. So these, these Wilson-led Jets are going to have a chip on their shoulder. Unluckily, unlucky for them, so are the Bills. But how could the Bills have a chip on their shoulder? Well, did you see the display of offense that the, they put on uh, for the world to see in the second half? Second half was poor. Poor second half. Sloppy. We only scored three points. That is not like us. That's unlikely to happen again. These guys are going to do it. So first things first, it's like, a, it's like almost like a, a redemption game. So Josh Allen is going to redeem his play from last week against the Jets, excuse me, the Packers, up against the Jets. So that's number one, redemption. I'm going to call that redemption. Self-redemption. That's key number one. Key number two, we turn the ball over at the just worst times. And especially last game, we turned the ball over red zone. Like, we can't, all right? We can't. And this is, this is the big one for me. I put the turnovers, but I also put red zone. Because it's, a, it's, a, it's pretty much like a seven-point swing, 14-point swing. Because we should be putting seven, then we turn the ball over, then now these guys turn right back around and could, and I'm not talking about the Jets specifically, any team swing and score on us. They get a 14-point swing. Like, dude, that, can't, we can't have that. When we get into the red zone, we've got to take full advantage. I'm watching the Jets yesterday. Excuse me. I'm watching the Philadelphia Eagles play. The Houston Texans. The Houston Texans are god awful on defense. The defense are the that that Houston Texas defense was absolutely dog ish. Jerry Hughes had two sacks. Kudos to Jerry Hughes. I'm in a group chat. And somebody was like, "Yo, man, see, that's why we should have never let Jerry Hughes go. We should have just kept Jerry Hughes." And Epines is the guy that should. Yo, I said, stop the cap. Stop it. Stop right now. Immediately stop the cap. We all know it was Jerry Hughes' time. No disrespect to Jerry Hughes, but we all know what time it was. Time for the Young Bucks to take over. Why would you keep an aging defensive lineman over the age of, what, 34? Over the young prospect? Stop. Cap. That's what I call. My man Pierre says, yo, crazy how every game Bills had multiple turnovers in a game. We still win by 10. And that's how sickening, <laughs> those, how sickening good this Bills team is. We turned the ball over twice. 
and we still end up winning by double digits. It doesn't make any sense. We turned the ball over twice last week. We let the team run over 200 yards on us, and they won the game, the time of possession. And we, the Bills, still won by 10 points. It's insane. It's insane. It's crazy. But I'll take it. Now, redemption is number one. We got to redeem ourselves from last week. Offensively, we didn't, we, didn't, we didn't finish and close out the game that we needed to. That's number one. Number two, can't turn the freaking ball over. We can't. And we're going up against a team that's got a pretty damn good defense. Luckily, offensively, they're not one that will make you pay. And that offense pretty much ran through Brees Hall. Pretty much ran through Brees Hall. And I, I want to see, like, who the Jets face this year that, that I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, good win, good win, good win. Okay, I'll give that to you. Because I'm not going to go through what the Bills done. We already know what's up with the Bills. But, like, they played the Rams. They lost to the Rams 24-9. Right? Joe Flacco will start the game. They went to the Browns. They, they, they lost to the Browns 31. Excuse me. They beat the Browns 31-30. Squeaked away with that one. Don't know how that happened, but they did. They lost to the Bengals. That's two in a row. That's Damn, they made them face three AFC North foes. Damn, that's tough. Get that out of the way, right? So they went one and two in the AFC North. Then they played the Steelers. Damn, they made them play four in a row? Yo, these guys, yo, the schedule gods are cruel. <laughs> four in a row. Ravens, Browns, Bengals, Steelers. Get them out of the way. Made them play four in a row. That's crazy. So in the first four games, they go two and two. Obviously, we know what's good with the Steelers. Steelers ain't shit. We wax the Steelers. They beat the Steelers 24-20. Then they lose to the Dolphins, 40-17. to Then they lose to the Packers. 27-10. Excuse me. They won. Excuse me. What am I saying here? They beat. They went, so they're on a they're, they went on a four-game run. They beat the Steelers 24-20. They beat the Dolphins 40 to 17. I think this is the that's when Tua Tua got his, his brain scrambling. He wasn't he wasn't playing that game. Then they beat the Packers 27-10. And we already know what's good with the Packers. We don't know what's going on with them, but we just know that they're not playing well. They beat the Broncos 16-9. And then obviously they lost to the freaking Patriots 22-17, a close one. So the games that they've played, Broncos, you see what's going on with the Broncos. Packers, you see what's going on with the Packers. Dolphins, Dolphins, they beat us. So Dolphins, is obviously, obviously they're going to be competitive. And then Steelers, Bengals, they're not the same team. Browns, they're what, two and four, uh, three and five now. And then the Ravens, which got a winning record. So out of all the teams they played with a winning record, they play the Dolphins, the Bengals, I think, are 500, and then the Ravens. So three teams with a winning record or, or that. Nothing crazy, but nothing to write home about. So now they're, going up, they're, now they're coming up against the Bills. Now the real question is, can these Jets pull off a shocker and beat the Bills? Because that's the big, that they're a big underdog, and they know it. But you're going up against Josh Allen, my guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're going to have to find another shocker somewhere else because the only shocker that's going to be happening is us freaking just giving it to you guys. Sorry. It's just, not, it's just what it is. So redemption, turnovers. We can't turn the ball over. Please don't turn the ball over. We just got to keep the ball going. All right? They've lost some linemen. Becton was promising. Had a terrible injury. They just lost another prominent big-time lineman over there. Um, so... It's tough, man. It's a tough situation to be in for the Jets because they've got some, they got some guys that are beat up, and so do we. By the way, Jordan Poyer is out for this game. So we're going to be going with maybe it's going to be Jaquan Johnson 
and DeMar Hamlin, or they put in uh, Dean Marlowe. Dean Marlowe gets to start. I don't know how they're going to play this out. He's familiar with the defense, so it's not going to be, it's like he doesn't need a learning curve. So they'll get, they'll get, they'll get right to business. So I think it'll be just fine. So Dean Marlowe might be interchangeable with Jaquan Johnson. Demar Hamlin has been the, the staple in this defense thus far, but Dean Marlowe, he's going to be expected to pick things right up and get right into it. Injury report. Before I get back into my points, injury report um, with the, uh, the Bills. Obviously, Jordan Poirier is not going to be playing, and then we've got both our linebackers are questionable. Both our linebackers are questionable, but I'm sure they'll play. They're going to be their day-to-day. I'm sure they're going to play. Paul Martone says, yo, Rico, it's okay to say with, uh, say we're going to win this week. Say it with your chest. Oh, no, no, no. I, f- I feel very confident we're going to win this game, but it ain't going to be a cakewalk. That's what I'm saying. It ain't going to be a cakewalk like a lot of people think. The Jets are not the Jets of old. They really put some things together. X-Factor, Zach Wilson. So with the Bills, you got uh, Milano questionable. Jordan Poirier out. Spencer Brown is questionable. Questenberry filled in quite admirably, actually, uh, last game. Um, and that's it. That's who you have on the uh, the injury list. So everybody else is, is good to go. So Edmonds will be good to go. I know that he was a bit banged up, but now he's off that injury list. He's good to go. For the Jets, the New Jersey Jets. What's up with these boys? Let's see what's happening. Scroll on down to these uh, New York, New Jersey Jets. What do we got? So these, so Alan Ver, that was the other, that was the other guard. Alan Ver, Tucker, and they lost Mekhi Becton. Brees Hall's lost. Max Mitchell, they lost. Greg, uh, George Fant, they lost. Injured reserve. And um, that's it. And then Corey, Corey Davis is out this game. So they got some banged up guys. They got some banged up guys. But we don't care. We do not care. We want to wax this team and get out of there and move on to the next. So these guys right now, the Jets right now are scoring 22 points a game. That's the, that's, that's the amount of points you want to score if you want to be able to, you know what I mean, win in this league. At least 22 points a game. And that's exactly where they're sitting right now, at 22 points a game. They're allowing 19.9 points a game. So they're, they're, they're always having close games. The Bills right now, 29 points a game, and they're allowing 14 points a game. Isn't that lovely? Two score, two score win. 438 yards. Of, we're, we're, we're amassing for 438 yards to their 354. Here's where we're going to get them. They're passing. Throwing off Garrett Wilson. Throwing off, you know what I'm saying, the, 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 the slew of receivers they have over there. We should be able to, I mean, it's more is over there, so we should be able to do some damage. Who knows if Tredavious White is going to get in there. I'd love to see Tredavious White get his feet wet against Zach Wilson, but maybe he may not be ready. We'll see, we'll see what they decide um, right before the game, active or inactive. We'll, we'll, we'll soon find out. These guys are allowing 328 yards a game. This is where their defense comes in. 328 yards a game they're allowing to our 318. Pass yard allowed, three, 220 for them. And we're only allowing 223. So they've got a good pass, passing defense. And last but not least, they're allowing 108 yards per game, and we're allowing 95. So use that information for what it will, for what you want. But advantage, Bills. 
All right. So redemption turnovers, we're going to cut that out, cut the damn turnovers out. And we got this. Number three keys to winning this game is right now is, is really going to be, it's our pass rush. Our pass rush has to get home. We got to get home. Last game. I think we had two, what a one and a half sacks, one and a half sacks or two sacks. I need it to be like the Rams game. We need to make it a living hell for Zach Wilson. So we need that pressure. That pressure needs to turn by turned up. If it was 28%, we need to turn that bitch up to about 50. Half the time you, you freaking get back in coverage, pressure on your ass. Bring that pressure. Allow, make this guy feel so damn uncomfortable that he says, no mas, I don't want any more. That's what we want. Relentless. Be relentless, get after him. And you know what's going to happen. Anytime that you want to offset a very good pass rush, what do you do? You get rid of the ball rather quickly. They're gonna get the they're gonna get the ball quick. Get the ball off. So they're not they're not gonna they're gonna try to protect Zach Wilson as best they can. So by getting the ball off, so there's gonna be a lot of dump offs. You know, say a lot of security blanket by the tight end. So one of us is just gonna have to, you know what I'm saying? Time that thing right. Pick six. Pick six. I hope for it. I'm looking forward to it. So pressure. That's the key. One of the one of the keys to the game. That's key number three. Key number four, and this is where I want four and five to come from you guys. Yo, Mike says it's going to be a cakewalk. Mike, take it easy, big Mike. Take it easy. Now, what's another key to this victory? Key to victory against these Jets. Here it is. We got to continue to spread these guys out. Spread these guys out. They got two good DBs. Eat them up in the middle. Eat them all the way up in the middle. This is where you take full advantage of guys like Kalisha Kier, take full advantage of guys like Isaiah McKenzie. Dawson Knox, this might be the Dawson Knox game. Could this be? Because they got two lockdown corners that are gonna giving that are gonna try to give our guys a hard time. So this is where we see maybe Dawson Knox have a big game, a standout game. He hasn't had a huge game thus far. He's been a contributor very well, very well so. Or Isaiah McKenzie. Isaiah McKenzie goes off. You saw McKenzie go off against the, the Patriots. There's no difference. He can't because these two guys are going to be locked the F in on, our, on us. So maybe the slot game is what turns it up. So spread these guys out and really, and really get after these guys in the middle of the field. That's where we want to, that's where we want to try to attack these guys. And the beautiful thing about this offense is we move guys around slot receiver will never always be Isaiah McKenzie. It might be Gabe Davis. It might be Stephon Diggs. So we're such a multiple damn defense uh, offense that you never, never, you never know what's coming. And then now that we, with the addition of, of Naeem Hines, my goodness, good luck. Good freaking luck. <laughs> Paul's like, yo, Paul, you fool. Paul's like, yo, key to the victory, show up in the freaking jersey. That's it, man. Just show up. Show up in jersey, put a jersey on, and let's go. <laughs> Love it. I hope that's the way it goes. I hope that's the way it goes. All right. So obviously redemption number one. Turnovers, we gotta re we gotta limit the turnovers, especially in the red zone. Pressure, get that pressure on, spread them out, and in, and take full advantage of the of the interior of the defense. Number five, keys to victory. When we get in the freaking red zone, capitalize. We have to. We haven't been good in the red zone this year. We're like, we're like hovering maybe around the 50% mark. 
We've got to be better. Philadelphia Eagles against the damn uh, Texans, four for four in the red zone. Four for four in the red zone. They knew what time it was. Now, the freaking Texas defense was absolutely dog shit. But the point of the matter is this. Four for four in the red zone. You make it to the red zone. Listen, pay your guys. And by pay your guys, get them the football in the red zone, man. You're, you're getting Dawson Knox paid very well. You're getting him paid very well because he's got some red zone touchdowns. But, dude, we got to be more consistent. We've got to be more consistent, man. We make it to the red zone. Do not waste that trip. I want to see Tyler Bass hit field goals, but I'm perfectly fine with him taking extra points. Come on now. We've got to capitalize on the red zone. We must. It is a must. Now, I got some bonus points to, 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 to get in on there because I talked about the redemption. This is a redemption from last game. was a not-so-cute not game. We didn't like that game. Turnovers. We can't turn the ball over. We just can't. I know it happens. Tip balls happen. A fumble happens. But especially in the red zone, we just can't. Speaking of red zone, capitalize in the red zone. When we get in the red zone, we must capitalize. Put your best packages together and make it work. Number four, spread that damn defense out. Spread them out, right? Get Mosley out there. Get, get, every, get every one of those last suckers out there and try to cover us. We're just too multiple. We're too damn good. Make them play our game. And when we spread them out, man, Josh Allen picks them apart. It's so damn difficult to defend against a guy like Josh Allen. It's gross. Kudos to the guys that try to do it in defensive coordinators that are up all night trying to put a game plan to stop them. It's just too hard. You can't stop him. You just, you can maybe slow him down. But by then he'll make two or three big plays and then the game's out of hand. And then it's too late for you. Sorry. And then capitalize on the red zone. You already know what it is. You got to. Now, player wise. Is there any player that you are looking forward to seeing that you, you need to see something from this player? Well, number one, Gabe Davis. This is the biggest, this is a big name for me going into this game. Why? Quite simply, Diggs is going to have his hands full. I'm not saying that he's going to be shut down, but he's going to have his hands full. That's going to be a battle on its own. So if Allen doesn't like what's going on over there, he's got to be able to look the other way and see Gabe Davis handling his own against his own DB. Both y'all suckers can't get locked up. Because that's when you get Josh Allen on the run. Now he's an improvised Josh. Now we all love improvised Josh, but sometimes Josh did some improvising last week that, that got him into two turnovers, two interceptions. So just saying, folks, let's make sure that we take full advantage of our matchups. And the biggest matchup I'm going to be looking for is Gabe Davis against DJ Reed. We need that win. You need to win that one. Josh, Josh has got to look at you and be like, I got it. Got it. Got it. So I'm saying. Any key matchups for you, player-wise? I'll jump in another one. Von Miller was extremely quiet last game. Not because he was stifled, but I think they got, they got Aaron Rodgers got one of the quickest releases in the game. Very quick release. And these guys were running the football, so it kind of threw us off a little bit. But I think that Von Miller gets back on track and gets after the quarterback and does what he's supposed to do. So Von Miller match up against who the F cares. Becton is out and Vera Tucker's out. It don't matter. They're shuffling all over the place. 
get after him. Get all the way after him. Number three, player-wise, who are you trying to see step up? Well, let's talk about the elephant in the room, Naheem, Naheem Hines. They brought that man in. They traded for that man. They said, we want you to come to Buffalo. They didn't bring him over to look like a porcelain doll and let him collect dust. No, sir. They're going to play him. I'm looking forward to seeing what kind of packages they're going to put together for Naeem Hines. How often is he going to be in the slot? How often is he going to be on third downs? Are they going to actually let him run the, run the football? I think we're going to be pleasantly surprised with what Naeem Hines has to provide to this team. I think he's going to be, I think he's going to be electric. And Bills fans are going to be like, holy crap, how in the heck did we get Naeem Himes to Buffalo? It's going to be insane. So, Naeem Himes, I'm looking forward to see what package they put together for him and what he's going to be capable of doing. What do you guys got? Give me two more points. Give me two more points. Doug Og. I was, dude, I hope I'm not saying you're wrong, your name um, incorrectly, Doug. But Doug comes in and says, yo, got to have little Dirty to show up um, and out of the slot with Gabe. Diggs taking in the corners and deep. I think you're going to see a lot of that next uh, this, this coming Sunday, right? I think the, the middle of the field is going to be active. I think Josh is going to pick apart this team in the middle of the field. Uh, and, and just it's going to be too much for the Jets to handle. Just don't fall into their trap of trying to, you know what I mean, force a one-on-one matchup with Stephon Diggs. If it's there, cool, but just don't try to force it just because. You might go in the first quarter and there's no receptions for just for um for Stefan Diggs. Probably by design or probably by a very good game plan, but don't force it. Don't force it, Josh Allen. Diggs' footwork won't be easy to deal with for Sauce, but I will say Sauce is looking good. No, if you guys watch Sauce Gardner play, he's playing with a lot of confidence right now. The guy's got great length. What an advantage! What an advantage they have with that man. He's at six one or six two. I think he's six two or actually he's six two or six three. Six two six three, with lanky long arms. Boy oh boy, man! And he's athletic. Problematic. So we got to make sure that when we are handling our business, we're on we're on our A's and we're out, we're we're taking care of everything, every lifting every rock and we're on top of everything. But Sauce Gardner is the real deal, man. He's he's legit. He's good. Shout out to my man Teddy Bandana. What's up, Teddy? Teddy comes in and says, "Yo, throw Hines and Cook in the split RPO wheel route." I bet we'll see something like that, man. We might see all three running backs on there. Devin Singletary in the backfield. Uh, you got Naeem Hines in the slot, and you've got uh, James Cook you know, as, as the motioning receiver. And who knows what happens with that? You know what I mean? We'll see. I'm looking at uh, Mr. Miyagi says, yo, uh, well, just, that comment just, just flew away. Don't see it anymore. Mark Runka says, yo, Davis only caught 12, pat, 12 of the last 28 targets. Need some redemption from him, but let's also see some, Shakur, some Shakir. See, I'm glad that people are starting to notice what's really good. 12 of the last 28 targets. He's targeted heavily. He's got to start coming down with it. Got to start, baby. You got to start coming down with it. A.R. Mathis says, yo, I know Prestige Shotgun... Shotgun team is garbage. Oh, we got we got a Jets fan in here. What's up, Jets fan? I see you, kid. 
So this type of show, folks, and I'm and I I'm I'm looking for one more key player matchup that you guys can come up with. I got two that I'm I'm coming up with right now, but let's let's talk about it actually before we get in there. But I'm gonna let people know that I might do uh, I'm gonna do my picks, and I'm gonna do uh, I'm gonna have an ability for uh, for fans to come on and chat and talk about this upcoming upcoming game and things that you want to talk about around the league. You want to talk about. Uh, What's going on with uh, the AFC East? What's going on with the rest of the NFL? This will be the game to do it. Key key player matchup. My man, Nandi. What's up, Nandi? What's happening, bro? Nandi, I got to say something, man. Um, my daughter... <laughs> my daughter asked me today... Uh, what did she ask me? She said, uh, Dad, um, what is... I think Nigerian... I, 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 correct me if I'm wrong. She asked me what Fufu is. She said, that was Fufu. I said, what? What do you know about fufu, first of all? Because I never taught I never taught you about fufu. We're Haitian. We don't eat fufu. And she's like, Yeah, my friend was telling me on YouTube. I saw it on YouTube. It looks really good. <laughs> I said, you know what? Because I, I I get busy in the kitchen. So I'm gonna cook that. I'm gonna cook that that Nigerian fufu. And we're gonna see how that, that goes down. But uh shout out to my man Nandi, man. So Nandi says, yo, key player matchup is gonna be Quinnen versus Garda. Oh, Quinnen versus our guards. Not only that. They got some good players on. They got some good defensive uh, defensive players on that squad right now. But Quinny Williams is actually having a very very good year. I was just reading an article. I was just reading an article on uh, on uh, the defensive front from the Jets, and Quinny Williams was being compared to a lot of the defensive tackles in the game. So uh, definitely going to be something that uh, it, we're going to be paying attention to because guard play has not been an issue. It was more so the right tackle. I'm okay with the way that our, our guard has been playing, but um, it's going to be see. We're, it's like I said, it's going to be a battle of the trenches. Who wins in the trenches? Defensively, I think we're going to get it. Offensively, we just got to hold our own, create some lanes, hold our own, keep Josh Allen clean. We'll be just fine. Yo, Jay, I see you, Jay. That fufu man. I got to make it. I got to learn how to make it, and I can see if my kids will love it. It's either they love it or they hate it, but I can't see them hating it. I got a good t- I got a good good eye for spices and stuff like that and make it just right. Let me I got I I'm, I'm putting this up so I can go back to the show and see this. The fufu with the uh the igusu soup. Okay, bro. I see you, bro. Anyway, so uh Gabe Davis, that's the big matchup whether he faces DJ Reed or goes Sauce Gardner, who knows how they're going to how they're going to play with that one. Um hold on, let me see that. That the key to victory, the key to the, the the key to win, win the turnover battle. You damn right. You absolutely right. Von Miller versus whoever. I don't know who their tackles are, but Von Miller will eat and do what he's got to do. He he comes back and and kind of gets his name back in there. Naheem Hines. I love to see Naheem Hines to see what what package they got going for him. I'm looking forward to the key matchup of the night for me. Obviously, Gabe Davis is a big one, but Diggs. Digs and sauce. And I'm not saying this is this is bullet board, bulletin board material, but Sauce Gardner is like, I don't care who's coming my way. I'm covering anybody. Ain't he gonna go do shit? So I hope Stefan Diggs hears it and gives him the business. I hope he hears, I hope he gives him the freaking business. My man Prestige Shogun. What's up, Prestige? Prestige says, hey man. Y'all can talk that talk about Diggs, but that's what's that's that's what Chase Hill, Waddle, and Higgins all said. They couldn't walk the walk. 
You know what, though? That's why I respect Sauce Gardner. Sauce Gardner is not going to be a pushover and a walkover. You know what I'm saying? Um, but here's where here's where you, you fucked up, Shogun. You said, that's what Chase said. I don't think Chase, although Chase is a very good receiver, he's not Stephon Diggs. He's not Stephon Diggs. That's number one. Tyreek Hill, speed for days. You know what I'm saying? Route running ability. I don't know if he's if he's as complete as Stefan Diggs, but Tyreek Hill is up there. Don't get me wrong. I ain't, I ain't hating. Waddle, great receiver, not Stefan Diggs. Higgins, not Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs is top three. Stefan is, is top three. And you can name who you want. It might be Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams, Stefan Diggs. D Hop might be put in there, but Stefan Diggs is a top three receiver in this game. He is that guy. He's that good. You know what I'm saying? Um, Dave Buffalo says, yo, this, this Bills team takes everything personally. Just play like they don't. And that's what it is, man. I got to play you guys an audio. Before I get into uh, bringing the link in to let people join the show if they want to. Um, I got a cool audio. All right. And uh, let me just put the link. For, for anybody that wants to join the show tonight. And I'm opening, I'm opening the phone lines. Y'all can call through. So, but check this out, man. Pat McAfee had on, uh, he had uh, Brandon Bean. And I absolutely freaking love Brandon Bean. Brandon Bean is transparent. Brandon Bean keeps it real. Brandon Bean is not uppity. And Brandon Bean is just one of the dudes. And he lets you know what he was thinking. Here's what happened. Let me tell you what happens when we inquire about a player. When you see all these rumors, a lot of these rumors are not necessarily coming from me. We have scouts everywhere, scouts that are that are looking at the AFC East, scouts that are looking at the NFC West, scouts that are looking at everything, and, and specifically to a team. If they hear something's happening, it's their job to look into it. So whenever a, a scout may look into a player, they automatically think that it's the Bills looking into it and so on and so forth, or Brandon B specifically. We're just inquiring, yo, why you guys have this guy on trade? Da, 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 da. Like a whole bunch of things. Anyway, so Brandon Bean was on the Pat McAfee show. And uh, I got to let me get the let me cue up the audio and then uh, we'll get this thing popping in just a second. But I found I found it really cool. And look how down to earth Brandon Bean is. Hold on a second. Check this out. Naeem Hines that made you pull the trigger. You said you had talked a little bit with Carolina about Christian McCaffrey. That conversation just didn't come to fruition. What was it about Naeem Hines that you? thought like would fit your offense and why'd you go get him and fuck you for that <laughs> um, well, uh, i respectfully appreciate the fuck you there but um, love it in all seriousness it's, it, he's a guy that um i've had my eye on before we've checked into him just like you know you check in the guys at different times a couple of summers ago i believe it was during the COVID summer uh, i really didn't feel like we had that piece in the backfield um you know for us to you know for josh as an outlet player and so we looked and you know, at the time, the Colts were not interested. We, we checked back another time. But um, things change at, at various times in this league for different reasons. And so, um, you know, again, this was this was one of those we checked into at the last minute before the deadline. And uh, a lot of respect for Chris Ballard and how he does things. And, and um, the timing was 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 better for them, for us. And, and I think Zach Moss over there, um, you know, Zach's been here. We think he's still a good player. But um, you know, he was stuck in a tough spot behind Devin Singletary, not getting the touches. And so hopefully he'll go to Indy and, and that'll work out for him. Now, yeah, I hope. Thanks. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Pat's still, he's still a, a bit upset. So here's about the deal. Love it. Love every bit of it. Fuck you for freaking taking Naeem Himes. And he goes, appreciate appreciate the fuck you, but hey, we got to do what we got to do. That, that Listen, man, I love freaking Brandon Bean, man. Brandon Bean is that dude. He's literally the guy that you can just sit here. He don't think he's too big to have a conversation. Honestly, what would be so dope if we were to hit up, it would probably rarely or never happen. Hit up Brandon Bean, like, yo, come on my show, real talk. I just want to give me 15 minutes of your time. I just want to shoot the shit with you and just ask you questions. And he'd really answer shit, real talk. He wouldn't mince his words. And if he can't say, he'll just say, yo, listen, you asking, you going way too deep. I ain't getting into that. But here's what I will say. You know what I'm saying? Love that freaking GM. You can't ask for a better GM than freaking Brandon Bean. That's my guy. Anyway, I got my man Charity Lavelle uh, on the on the side here. So let me just let me fix my. Make sure you make sure your audio is right, Lavelle. Don't mess with me, man. Not today. Not today, brother. Uh, so let me just fix this up real quick, and I'm gonna be my guy, Mr. Charity. What's up, Charity? What's up, Rico? Can you hear me, bro? I can hear you, brother. I feel you loud and clear. What's happening, brother? What's going on with you, man? Good to see you again. Man, God is good, brother. I'm good, man. I'm chilling, blessed, healthy, chilling. What's going on? Talk to me. What's on your mind? Um, it's a name that you haven't mentioned yet. I think I think it's gonna have like two and a half sacks. It'll be his best game. Um, Greg Rousseau. Mm, talk to me about that. Why are you because have a good, a good game? Well, we we talking about Von Miller needs a breakout game. I just think the Jets are gonna focus too much on Miller and Oliver. And, you know, Jones in the middle. And even Tim Settle's been coming on big lately. And I just think Rousseau can get a lot of one-on-ones. Yep. And he's learning from Miller. And I've been watching Rousseau since he was at Miami. And even in the pros, he's getting better and better yes. um, every week with his one-on-ones. So I think Rousseau's going to have his best game. Uh, I think he's going to have like two and a half sacks on Sunday. That's that's five. I don't want to call it bold prediction, yeah. but that's something I wanted to say that, you know, I didn't really hear from the show yet. Greg Rousseau, two and a half sacks. I like it. Greg Rousseau with two and a half sacks is most, most definitely doable. hundred percent. I can't see it. Um, I He's, he's been taking full advantage of having a, a Greg, excuse me, a Von Miller on the other side of the football, but I'm a, right. I'm a up one as well because I like Greg Rousseau in this game, but I also like Ed Oliver because Ed Oliver has been coming on very nicely after yeah. this he was a ve- he was a menace last game. Although he yeah, wasn't piling up any sacks or anything, but he was pushing the pocket and allowing guys like Greg Rousseau to take full advantage of it. Love every bit of it. I'm on I'm on top of that. I got that. I got a question before I let you go though. Yes, sir. I always got to put somebody on the spot and see what's going on. This is do you play fantasy football? No, I can't. What do you mean you can't? You just don't do it? If, if somebody playing against the Bills, then I gotta I can't, man. I'm too much of a team player. I can't do it, sir. I got you. I got you. Some people, some people are not very good with uh with playing uh fantasy football. But, but here's my question though. Sauce Gardner going up against Stefan Diggs. Are you yeah. concerned with that matchup? I'm concerned that Josh might want to force it. You gotta let the game. If Stefan Diggs has two catches and we win, I'm good with it. Because Sauce Gardner, to me, is one of the – even though he's a rookie, he's one of the top corners in the game. You don't want to force it, even though Diggs is a top three receiver. But you don't want to force it 
and you get a turnover. Yep. I'm so I, I yeah, you gotta go pick and choose your spots. Yeah, you're right. And I'm and I'm with you because that's why I brought up that tandem specifically. They're a top 10 defense. Mm-hmm. Sauce is locking it down. DJ Reed is actually a very good year. They got uh, a whitehead, the the, uh, the safety they brought in from uh, from the Bucks. So they have a very good defense. They got a very good defense. You got you can't you can't sleep on these uh, these these Jets just because they're the Jets. They're five and three for a reason. And let me see if they if they were if they got a better break last game, they could easily be six and two. Which oh, Diggs is so good with the footwork, sir. They can move them around too. They can put them in a the slide. They can move them around. Or get them like one of those other hitch routes just to give them the ball. Because I don't want to see those stats in the third quarter where they do the close-up on Diggs in the third. He has like no targets, no catches, no balls thrown to him. Just put him, get him something short, get him, you know, get him the ball. If you got to do that the whole game, you got to get your best player the ball sometime or another, no matter who's guarding him. You're absolutely freaking right with that. And I'm looking at the, I'm looking at their, their depth chart, right? So, Obviously, Michael Carter, James Robinson, they just brought in James Robinson uh, to do his thing. Uh, Corey Davis is out, so they'll probably have Garrett Wilson, Elijah Elijah Moore, uh, Denzel Mims show up. I haven't really heard too much of Denzel Mims this year, so we'll see how that plays out. Uh, Tyler Conklin has had a decent little year this year, and then here's where things start to kind of go wonky. Dwayne Brown, left tackle. Lankin Tomlinson, left guard. Connor McGovern, center. Nate Herbig, right guard, and then Mike Remmers right tackle so they've got some some names out there that that we should be able to take full advantage of so i'm i look forward to this but defensively is where i'm like okay let's see they got carl lawson pushing pushing and getting after the quarterback quentin williams is doing his thing um obviously you've got um sheldon rankins pushing up the middle as well they got jermaine johnson coming off the bench a little bit solomon thomas they got some good depth on the defensive front um cj mosley obviously we know that and then you got uh, Jordan Whitehead and Lamarcus Jordan. That's a good squad, man. Yeah, it is. Our O line got to be on point. Uh, we have a good O line. We have an average O line. We don't have a great O line, but I do like our other O line, and I can't think of his name that took Spencer Brown's spot. I like him better than Spencer Brown. Oh, you're talking about Quest veteran. Oh. I like him better than Brown. He's actually been playing. I've been keeping an eye on him. He's been playing better than Spencer Brown, in my opinion. Well, I mean, listen, that that he had a lot of time with Josh Allen in the offseason. So uh, a lot of time with the number one. So he he he's fitting in pretty well because yeah. he's going to do it. So that's the greatest. That's one great position to be in, uh, to be able to just be with the ones and get some continuity with them. So who knows, man? Spencer Brown is still kind of questionable. So we'll see how that plays out. But um, I kind of I kind of don't mind David Questenberry. He was doing pretty well, man. Um I got one more thing before we get out of here, man. I need a yes, score. Sir. I need a score prediction, and I need um, yeah, I need a, just give me a score prediction. I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna save it for the next guest. Score prediction. I'm gonna say 28 to 14. 28 14. They put 14 points up. Garbage time. I like it. 28 14. My 28, man. 28 14. Charity comes in with the charity uh, with the charity freaking prediction. I appreciate you, bro. Yes, Love sir. You. And then we'll catch you on the flip side, brother. All right, appreciate you, Rico. Have a good one, sir. Always, always, always. That's my man, Charity. What's good? Uh, before I get to my next guest, I got a uh, super chat coming in from James. James, I didn't forget about you, brother. He says, I want to see Gilliam 
run the ball in the red zone when it's first and goal and from the three-yard line. You know what? Anytime that they have given the ball to Gillian, he's, he's succeeded. He's done what he's supposed to do with the football. So you got to give him props. So uh, is it something that they'll probably look to do more often? Probably not because now they have Naeem Himes and Na- Naeem can actually do a lot of the things that, you know what I'm saying, uh, that we, we've been missing, right? That speed, that stuff to like, I mean, get to the edge. We haven't had that. So with experience, with uh, with him being able to get to the edge and Devin Singletary taking a good old role, and then on top of that, you got Josh Allen. There may not be a need for Gilliam. Gilliam is just a bonus. And if he happens to get in the football, get the football in his hands, he best get in the end zone. But we need to capitalize in the freaking red zone. It's key. Let me get my man Bills, Bet and Beers on. What's going on, Rico? What's up, big fella? What's happening? Look at that beard. That beard is heavy, boy. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> What's on your mind, man? Talk to me. Uh, nothing. I was gonna say I'm more interested to see how. Uh, sorry, I'm more interested to see how Hines is gonna be doing back there, uh, bringing back those punts. Ooh. Okay. Tell me why. Why are you so interested in that? I. I Mackenzie's been doing well, but I like what Pat McAfee said about Hines. He goes. He's the type of player that that's back there. He goes, I don't care if I live or die. <laughs> like, you know, he's like, he's all for more taking those cuts. I don't, you don't want him getting hurt either, just in case you, we see him as a future, like, back next couple of years. But he likes seeing that as, as a punt returner, having that drive to take those cuts, yeah. to catch those balls when people are coming in your face and do a quick cut and then go up and out, you know. I like it. You know what, though? And, and the fact that um, he's he's done this before, He's caught in 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 nasty weather, um, so it's not, to him. It's nothing. It's nothing for me to catch the ball in the wind, and uh, I think that that might give us the spark that we need, right on the on that ball because special teams is such a big part of this damn team. But we haven't had you know I mean the big big spark um, that we were supposed to get with Marquez Stevenson. So exactly. now comes Naeem Hines coming in, and he might be the difference maker. So. Dude, you might be onto something with that punt return uh, situation. So I, I like that Naeem Himes is going to be um, tested. He's going to be put all over the place. And you've got to put the ball in your playmaker's hand. So we're going to see very much how Ken Dorsey takes full advantage of our new weapon. in. Uh, yeah, I've been saying I'm just more interested to see how they spread the ball around. Because, I mean, Singletary's been doing well. And he's you can't just take it out of his hands because now there's a new running back on the field. You don't want to do that. I think he should still get. I think he should still get his touches. The only person that's going to suffer in this is James Cook, and I'm that's okay going bad for him too because he finally hit his role. He's finally hit his mark this last game. He was finally getting some good rushes, some good re- receptions, and then it's like, then you bring in Hines, and it's like, that's why I'm more curious. Like, who are you trying to build up here? You want Hines to get built up to see if you want to keep him for next year, but you also want to see how James Cook is going to pan out as well. So it's like, I don't. know. No. I would hate to be. I would hate to be Ken Dorsey, you know. <laughs> well, Ken Dorsey's gonna be in a tough spot because he's got he's got a lot of mouths to feed and he's got to do a good job of getting everybody their touches. But like this is what happens, man. When the season gets just a little bit deeper, you start to now separate yourselves from sharing the load and this that. Like if you are that guy and you're clearly that guy, you're gonna get the football. So 14 carries for Devin Singletary last week, um, to, as opposed to and Josh Allen had like six, and then James uh, had like five. So I'm not mad at it that James Cook is going to have to take a back seat because now you have Naeem Himes that is James Cook. And 
and so we'll see uh very much how this actually plays out i'm actually looking forward to this game it's gonna be fun now before i let you go bills bets and beers uh is last name cooper right is it cooper yeah, I'm, I'm Chad. Chad Cooper. Yeah, I, uh, I started doing my own little my own little thing recently. I, I only got like 17 videos up and stuff, but I'm just oh, shit, look at you, just, man. Just, just boosting along, you know. I like it Good for you, man. Because I remember, like, uh, wait a minute, I know that beard and I know that voice. My wife got telling me, she's like, you know, you always talk and do all these football things and do all these things, like. But I've been, I do mine, like, I literally, I love doing parlays and stuff like that. Put like one or two bucks in some parlays. I've came like one or two away from winning a couple, like a couple hundred bucks and just, you know, how it goes. <laughs> okay. Hold on. So now, now that I have you here, before I let you go, you're going to give me a prediction score and yeah. then you're going to give me a four game parlay that you like spread. Oh, what? I actually have one already, already mocked up. Give yeah. me a four game parlay that you like. Okay. Hold um, on, before, before you do. Yeah. People, if you, if you are a betting, a betting man and you're just unsure and, you know what I mean? You got a couple extra bucks that you want to bet. This might be the one that gets you money. So, Chad, it's on you. What do you got? Okay. Um, I what I would say at least for like spread wise and games. Yep. I would take the uh, KC Titans over. What's the I over? Believe, I think it's like 50 I believe points. it's at like forty six or forty eight. Okay. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like it's there. Kansas City's gonna score points. Even even for the Sunday night football parlay I put in, I put Kansas City's gonna at least get over thirty on this game. I think the the Titans defense isn't that great. Um also um I took the Vikings plus three and a half. Vikings plus three. Yeah, I took them plus three and a half because I there's some actual like just with updates and stuff going through it. I mean what was it? Uh Here's what, saying, here's what they're saying about the Vikings. First of all, I want to, I want, because I, I, the Vikings being six and one, and it, it, most people are like, yeah, the Vikings are looking good, man. So they just make, give them the automatic win. And it very well might be true that they'll win this game. They're playing Washington. Okay. And yep. this Washington. And uh, JD McKenzie's out now, by the way, for that game. Who is? McKenzie. He's oh, out. So JD McKenzie is out. So I'm looking at this, this game here. And what's the spread? The spread is a plus three with a money line of 143 and 43.5 on uh over under. So what are Mine you taking? Tough, yeah. You're taking uh, the Vikings plus I, three? Yeah, I I took it at plus three and a half. That's when I saw it. So plus three and a half. So you you're taking Washington? No, no, I'm no, I'm sorry. Sorry, minus three and a half. Sorry, okay. my okay. bad. I'm, right. I'm 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 taking I'm taking Vikings all day on that. My, okay. Vikings has been they have been hit or miss in some games, but with how Washington's going in and McKenzie being out, and now they're—I mean, I know Heineke's playing well, but you know, I mean, you got Justin Jefferson back there, and now they have T.J. Hawkinson. Yep. I already—I have—I and I have a parlay going just for like just normal player props. Yep. I have Hawkinson over 35 yards this game. I think he's going to get the ball because they're going to get the ball. So that exactly. That- that cuts into Irv Smith's tie, uh, tight end spot. So Arizona, they played Arizona, and they got they they beat Arizona 35-26. Then they played Miami, they won 24-16 without Tua. Okay, and this is the last five games. They played Chicago 29-22, New Orleans 28-25, Detroit 28-24. I'm not believing in these Vikings. I'm not believing. In I just don't believe in Washington. <laughs> I, I believe in them. Less. I believe in Taylor Henneke. Yeah, it's true. Has a swag about these, and 
Shit, I might even take the upset. Is that, that, that if you're looking at the upset? I think it was like plus three or something, plus three hundred or something on that. It was some some odds where I'm like, yeah, I'm not touching that. There are some games I was wasn't touching, like the KC games, like plus twelve and a half for like Tennessee. I'm like, I don't like those games. I'm not touching that. Listen, <laughs> I, I think they can do it. Kirk Cousin hasn't been playing that great, man. He hasn't yeah. been playing that great. Um, That's so- why I didn't want to touch the Eagles. I didn't want to touch the Eagles plus fourteen. Because I knew they weren't going to – the Eagles have been letting people in lately. So, you know. The Eagles didn't look that great to me yesterday. I wasn't – No, happy. they didn't. The oh. only thing I would say that that made me, like, say a positive for them is they closed the game out strong. Lately, yeah. they they go up big and they they let peep the, peep the, the, peep the players and teams scrap back in. And yeah. then they get a late-round touchdown to win the game or something like that, you know. So, so, so yeah. I Casey Titans, you took the over. You took Vikings – uh, plus three, uh, minus three, and what was the other two? Um, the I took Seattle plus two. I did the same. Seattle, okay. Yep, I like I like I like Seattle on that game. Okay, and then what's um, the last one? Was Seattle facing the Chargers? Is that the? Uh, they're facing. I forgot who they're facing, but they're facing a team that's like. Mm. No, no. Okay, the next one I took is Falcons. That's right. Falcons are facing the Chargers. Falcons are, I think. I don't think they're favored for it. I think they're getting points. So Either I can't remember. The, I can't remember the point line right now. Um, I got I got it on my screenshots and shit. Okay, <laughs> so the Falcons, I can tell you right now, the Falcons. Before I let you go, Falcons, because uh, I'm gonna, I'm actually about to get into my pickups very very shortly. So the Falcons in this game is uh, they're minus th- plus three for the Falcons. So oh, they got- easy. That's easy money. Keenan Allen and Mike Williams are both out right now. Oh, and and honestly, they have the the Chargers have not been playing like they they have they think they should. Chargers overrated, man. They're playing overrated. I'm not I'm not feeling the Chargers. I honestly, right now, I did like a thing for like the 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 playoff predictions. I have Atlanta winning that division right now. I think it's going to come down to that last game and against Tampa, and they're going to win it. And I say that because Tampa has not been playing like shit. They've been playing like so such garbage lately that. I know they're injured and everything over there, but there's some things you can't bounce back from. And that, I don't know. All right. And in th- this game right now, and those four, what are you betting? Um, 250 bucks? I, I don't got that type of money, Rico. I, I can put like four, I can put four bucks on that game and make 200 plus with those type of odds. Like, well, yeah, because some of them like are like the, like if you take the, the plus three with the Falcons and things yeah. like that. Those are good odds. Take those. Take those. Well, right. that's what I'm I want to put. I want, I pick the odds where like you throw like a weird one in there for once in a while, but like if once you get toward, I like doing more like six or seven leg parlays. Like if it. I'm doing player props, I just like spread it. them out against all the games. It's easy. Pick any. Pick those like receptions, those rushing attempts. So I need a I need a score prediction now for the Bills game. Um, that's score prediction. Bills are on the road. What do you got? I'm going to say clean, like, 34 to, like, 17. 34. I still think – yeah, I, th- I still think Jets are going to get some points. I think Conklin's going to get his yards. And Wilson's probably going to get a couple things and some garbage time stuff, but – Done. Love it. I, I mean, Corey Davis is out, so Garrett Wilson's getting his targets. Garrett Wilson, uh, Moore is going to get his, so it's going to be fun. Barrios. And then four years out now. Who yeah. knows? I, I, with Milano being limited practice today, I think he's going to be in the game. I was worried more about that 
than anything because that would have that would have opened up Conklin, which he's been becoming a favorite target to Wilson over there as of late. They love it over there. So, I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of weird things. I was happy to see Mitch Morse full practice. It's good. I feel like I feel like that killed us more in that Miami game than any, anything. Those two bad snaps when we could have got those field goals, that could have been that that could have won the game there. That's why I was like, once I saw Mitch Morse, Mitch Morse out, I'm like, this is not going to be good. They're throwing a guy in there that's not used to starting at snapping, and now the people around him have to kind of help him out more. When Mitch Morse helps everyone else around him, usually. That's right. You, know? you nailed it. You nailed it, Chad. But listen, man, I'm telling you. Great job, by the way. Keep doing your thing with the, the Bills, Bets, and Beers. And uh, we'll definitely catch up in the future, man. Yeah, no problem. I'll keep watching the show. Good yes, night. Appreciate it, man. That's my guy, Chad, man. Chad's been watching for years now, man, so I appreciate that. Uh, if you guys like that, man, he's, he likes KC Titans with the over. He likes the Vikings minus three. He likes Seattle minus two. And he likes the Falcons plus four. If you guys like that, man, put a couple hundred dollars on that. You know what I'm saying? If, you, if, you, if you're a baller like that. I know I'm not. Yo, 250. <laughs> let, me, let me put two dollars and fifty cents on that. Let me see what that gets me. Let me see if I get. Let me add a couple games and see if that parlay will go up. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, um, here we go. We're gonna make our. We're gonna make our picks now, guys. Let's make our picks. I'm looking at the uh, the sketch, the old sketchy, and uh, we're gonna make our picks right the f now. And let's see how everybody feels about these games coming up. Here we go. First game, Los Angeles versus Atlanta. Let me just, let me rip this. Uh, let me get to this. Who do you guys like? LA Chargers at Atlanta. I'm going to say Atlanta. Atlanta can run the ball. Um, Atlanta's defense is okay, but they're motivated because they're, they're, they're actually number one in the division. They don't want to let that division go. You know what I'm saying? So, and we're about to see what, Freaking uh, Mr. Herbert is all about. You don't got your two big time receivers. Are you going to depend on Eckler the whole time? Let's see if jo- you know what I mean? Josh Palmer can help your ass out. Let's see what he's got. But me, I don't trust the freaking Chargers, man. I've trusted them the last two games, and they've been blech. They just they're just whatever. So I'm taking Atlanta. They're just two. They're true. I mean, the Chargers are just not the same, man. They just have not been the same. So give me Atlanta over the Chargers. Next up, Miami at Chicago. Chase Claypool is a new addition to Chicago, but Chicago's defense, I don't think can match with the firepower of Miami. Miami's just got too much going on over there. So I think I'm going to take MIA Miami over the bears. The bears. I mean, I, I tried to, I tried to get the bears on an upset special against the Dallas Cowboys and then let me down. Can't, can't go, can't go that route again. Carolina at Cincinnati. PJ Walker, man, has got these guys playing, man. P.J. Walker's got these guys playing. So do you like Carolina over Cincinnati? Or is Cincinnati going to turn that corner? Because Cincinnati just got beat down. But they, they went scoreless last week. No Jamar Chase. And you guys didn't put a single point up on the board. Or did they? I can't remember if they did. Did it get blown out? I mean, let me go click on that just to make sure. I don't want to. Let me fact check myself. But I think I like Carolina in this, man. I think I like Carolina. I'll tell you why I like Carolina. Carolina's got a run game. They're not dependent. On Christian McCaffrey, they got Chubb Hubbard's out again. But guess who's playing? Raheem Blackshear. You guys remember Raheem Blackshear? Raheem Blackshear and um, Foreman. Foreman are going to be handling the rock. And DJ Moore has been 
DJ Moore is just playing much better with 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 new sense of quarterback that knows what the hell he's doing. So shout out to um, shout out to them and the Browns. Listen, man, the 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 Browns taking the L to um, excuse the Bengals lost to the Browns 32 13 and they were able to run all over Cincinnati. They were able to run all over Cincinnati, man. So for me. They got a good little running running game in Carolina, so I'm taking Carolina over Cincy. Carolina over Cincy, baby. Give me that one. Green Bay at Detroit. Let me tell you right now, Detroit with a freaking upset special. Detroit over Green Bay. How do you guys feel about that? Divisional game, Detroit's at home. Aaron Rodgers ain't that dude. I'm taking Detroit. Do you guys like Green Bay in this? Do you think they're, they're going to go for five losses in a row? Wouldn't that be lovely for them to lose to the Detroit freaking the Detroit Lions? I know Mike Hart. Mike, Mike Hart loves my picks. Rico's picks are up. <laughs> this is what I came on to see. Let's go. So what do you guys like? Detroit has no defense. I know they have no defense, Ron. Ronald, I know. But they, ha- they can score. They can definitely score. But Green Bay's pass defense is great. But for some reason... I think Detroit may f- and they're at home. I don't know, man. I feel like that's gonna be that could be a good upset. Or should I use another game for an upset? I think everybody li- liking the Packers right now. Packers. Detroit sucks. Yo, you guys don't like Detroit, huh? You guys gonna sway me? You're gonna sway my mind? All right. You know what? I'll go Green Bay. Green Bay, damn it. But keep in mind that I said Detroit could be an upset special. Okay. <laughs> keep that in mind. All right, um, Indianapolis, New England. Indianapolis, New England. I don't know about Sam Ellinger. I don't know about him, but I do know that the Patriots are still trying to make something happen. They're trying to, you know, me squeak in. <laughs> They're trying to squeak in and try to make it in there. David Cooler says, yo, don't do it, Rico. Take the Packers. I did. I took the Packers. I took the Packers. I took the Packers. Um I'm taking the Patriots over over Indy. I just don't I don't trust Indy. Jonathan Taylor is just still banged up, but maybe Zach Moss can be the savior. Can Zach Moss come in and just say, "Yo, let, let me let me let me show you what I can do, guys." Who knows, man? But they, they got this guy named Deion Jackson that's running really well, so Zach Moss ain't gonna do shit. But but I will say this though, Patriots still think they're in it, so I say Patriots over Indy. You guys like that? Oh shit is. He's out. I know that he was banged up, but they didn't say he was out. Oh, I don't know, man. Ronnie. Ronnie says, yo, Rico, you're quite the comedian. I mean, I have my moments. <laughs> I have my moments. Uh, what's up, Richard Forbes? I haven't seen Richard Forbes in a long time. Richie, what's up, Rich? All right. Patriots over Indy, just not doing it. Um, Zach Moss, hopefully Zach Moss. Listen, Zach Moss might be able to get some touches. Here's the funny thing. I took Zach Moss in fantasy. I was like, you know what? Something tells me he's going to get traded. And I've been telling you guys, he's going to get traded. Writings on the wall. Sure enough, he did. He went to the freaking Colts. And the Colts have Jonathan Taylor out. So it's going to be Deion Jackson and Zach, Zach Moss. Is Zach Moss going to know enough plays to, to maybe jump in and, and make some things happen? We'll see. Anyways, uh, I'm still taking the Patriots. <laughs> Yo, man, fuck Indy. Um, so, Buffalo, New York. 
Y'all already know what it is, man. Buffalo's taking that game. Minnesota and Washington. I'm going to take, you know what? That's going to be my upset special. I'm going Washington, man. Washington won the game for me last week. Uh, the last time I picked uh, upset special, it was it was Washington that got me my upset special. So I'm going back to Washington for my upset special. Give me Washington over the Vikes for the upset special. I don't care if they got TJ Hawkinson. I know they got Jefferson. I know they have Adam Thielen. I know they have all that. But I think Washington might pull the upset. I think they might get after Kirk Cousins and let's make it happen. Let's go. Upset special of the week. Washington over the Vikes. Let's go. Vegas, Jacksonville. See, Vegas, Vegas, the last time Vegas played, they got they got freaking washed. They got washed 24-0. What an utter embarrassment. An utter embarrassment. Let me just make sure that I have. Yeah, they got they beat by New Orleans 24-0. Man. Vegas, man. Who you guys want? Travis Etienne is playing. Washington has won three straight. You damn right, Ronnie. Ronnie, I'm going for Washington. But uh, Mike Hartle likes... Okay, Mike, you like um, you like New England? I like New England, too. Uh, who do we like? Jacksonville over the Vegas Raiders? Or are we going to the Raiders? That one's a toss-up for me, man. At first, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Devontae Adams, they got Josh Jacobs... They they can't they can't lose they can't lose. Ah, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna probably hate myself for this, but I'm going Raiders. They can't lose this game. They just can't. They are fraudulent, but they just can't lose to Jacksonville. I just don't have. I don't believe in Sunshine. Trevor Lawrence. I don't believe in him. Um, I just don't believe him. Zay Jones is the, is the is the the receivers out there. Nah, can't do it. Can't do it. Won't do it. Um, Seattle. Arizona, give me Seattle. I don't know, man. Something about Geno Smith is doing it for me. Geno Smith is doing it for me, man. Geno's out there just, just slanging that rock and just making things happen over there. And Kenneth Walker is running the hell out of that ball. DK Metcalf is bullying guys. Marquise Goodwin's showing off his speed. Dude, it's a good team, man. Now, Arizona, on the other hand, John Connor's a good back and all, but He's all right. Um, Kyler Murray is running all over the place. Now, D-Hop makes that team much better. And they have, um, they just brought in the, the receiver from uh, from uh, Carolina, Roby Anderson. So, I don't know, folks. What do y'all think? What y'all think? Talk to me. I think I'm taking Seattle, man. I like Seattle. Seattle's a better team. They got a better defense. They got a better defensive backfield. They got better running back. I'm giving give me Seattle. I'm taking the Seattle all day. Um, two games left. Los Angeles and Tampa. The Rams versus Tampa. I like Tampa in this game. I think Tom Brady turns things around and starts doing his damn thing. I think he does. I think he just does starts doing it. I think Tom Brady is sick and tired of this shit and he's done. And he's like, let's roll. Let's get this thing over with. Let's start to get back in the winning column. And I just don't believe in Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford just doesn't do it for me. And last but not least, Tennessee. Kansas City. And I'm going Kansas City. Kansas City's defense is middle of the pack, but for some reason, these guys know they just bend but never break. They bend but never break, man. So I, I'm definitely going to have to go 
with Kansas City. Kansas, I Kansas City, they just bend but don't break it. They got good defense. I love Derrick Henry, but Derrick Henry, sorry, my guy, it's not gonna happen. And uh, last but not least, Baltimore and New Orleans. Baltimore and New Orleans. Who you got? Ravens. I'm taking the Ravens. Well, the New Orleans, like, listen, man. You know, I I got a bone to pick. I got a bone to pick with Michael freaking Thomas. You bum. Last year you did the same thing. My toe. You you left. This year you come back, you're injury prone, and your toe again. Move. They, they should have traded your ass. They should have traded your ass, man. You bum. You just don't want to play with these quarterbacks. That's your thing. You don't want to play with them. And I bet you by next year, you're going to be tip-top shape, and you're going to play all season long, wherever the hell they trade you. I hope they don't trade your ass and let you rot on that damn team. And I have no bones. I don't care about the damn Saints. But that freaking Michael Thomas, man, he hasn't been relevant since freaking Drew Brees. Cut, cut it out, man. Cut it all the way out. Anyway, I'm done. So he, let's go back. Let's go back and make the picks, man. So Atlanta over the Chargers. I just don't like the Chargers. They're banged up. And Atlanta is hot right now. Hot land is what we're going to call them. Miami over the Bears. I just don't. The Bears just don't have enough, man. But that could be a nice upset. I would love for the Miami, Miami uh, Dolphins to, to lose this one. But I think Miami is on a roll right now. They're, they're trying to get back into it. Carolina over Cincy. Um, that's, uh, that's a good one. I would say that's an upset, but I like Carolina's chances in Cincy. Uh, Green Bay over Detroit. I was going to pick Detroit, but Detroit is just still a hot mess. I don't know what's going on over there. Patriots over Indy. Buffalo over the Jets. Washington over the Vikes. That's my upset special. Raiders over, who are the Raiders playing? Raiders over Jacksonville, over the Jags. Seattle over Arizona, Tampa. Tampa over the Rams. Kansas City over Tennessee. And the Ravens over New Orleans. There it is. Love it. Lock it in, fellas. If you if you go replay this, and if you want to make some money, those are your picks. Let's see if we come up with a perfect freaking match. Wouldn't that be something? Rico won you some money. Anyway, folks, that's it for me, man. I hope you guys enjoyed this Friday show. Friday was so it's a it's a cool show. I mean, we do our pickums. We have some uh, some guests come on if they want to, and then we talk about the keys to the game. And let me read. Let's let's go back to the, three, the keys to victory. So redemption for Josh Allen. Josh Allen needs a redemption. The, the team needs a redemption. Offensively, we need a redemption. But more specifically, Josh Allen. Josh Allen turfed. He got two in, ugly interceptions or under 250 yards passing. He just, just made it over 50% completion percentage. Not a good game for Josh. So redemption for Josh. That's key number one. Number two, turnovers. We can't turn the ball over. But more specifically, do not turn the ball over in the red zone. Red zone is where we need to be in the end zone. Please don't turn the damn ball over. Speaking of red zone, let's actually capitalize in the red zone. That's number three. We get in the red zone, let's capitalize. We want six. We don't want three. Let's keep it moving. Pressure. Pressure bust pipes. And we need to get pressure on Zach bum-ass Wilson. I don't believe in Zach Wilson. You should have saw There was a guy that, that uh, on Twitter somewhere, he... He, I guess he saved everybody's headlines for, for Zach Wilson and who they reminded of. 
And there was just a whole bunch of bullshit. Zach Wilson reminds me of young Tom Brady. Zach Wilson reminds me of a Joe Montana when Joe was here. Zach Wilson, remind stop. Zach Wilson is a bum. That's it. You know what I'm saying? And Josh Allen's being nice by saying, hey, man, you know how it is. It takes a little time to, no, no, no. Josh, you're different. You're different. This guy, I'm sorry, he's not. So uh, get the pressure on his ass. Put the pressure on him. Make him do some dumb shit. Let's take a couple pick sixes back to the house and just bury these guys. Bury them and and remind them who daddy is. You Remind them who the father figure is in that division. All right? Number four, spread the ball around. Spread this defense out and let Naheem, let Devin Singletary, let them penetrate and then let them do what they need to do. And then we're going to see the matchup that we want to see with those two guys on the outside. But we'll get into that. And then obviously red zone. We need to get in the red zone. Now, key matchups, Gabe Davis, DJ Reed. I'm looking forward to that because, you know, Sauce Gardner is going to be traveling and most likely following Stefan Diggs. So Gabe Davis, DJ Reed, Gabe Davis, you didn't have a good week last week. 12 of the last 24, 20, 24 targets, and you've got 12 receptions the last couple games. Let's get it together. Von Miller, you were quiet last game. We need you to step back up, man. We got you million, We got millions of dollars invested in you. You can't, you can't afford to have games where you're quiet. Can't have that. All right, Von Miller, let's roll. Naeem Hines, welcome to Buffalo. We're about to find out what's really good with you, your speed, your versatility, your experience. We need all of that. Punt returnability, this is your chance to kind of, you know what I'm saying? Show Bill's Mafia what, what you're made of. We already know, we already seen, we've already seen what you can do, but nothing better than doing it on the road and let these guys know, all right, I got your back. You know what I'm saying? Perfect fit, prove it to us, show it to us that this is a perfect fit. Last but not least, Sauce Gardner. Sauce Gardner, Stefan Diggs, it's going to be a nice matchup. It's going to be cool. And guess what? When they turn their back, Josh Allen's going to get some yardage. Josh Allen is going to get some yardage. And by the way, over under Josh for 43 yards rushing. If that's if you see that, take that over. I'm taking that. 43 yards rushing? Give me that. Give me that. CJ Mosey is going to try to, you know what I'm saying, spy on my guy Josh. You know, Robert Sala tried to do that with Fred Warner. When he was back in San Fran, they tried to spy with him. So look to see a lot of spies. They're going to try to keep Josh from getting out of the pocket. They're going to keep, they're going to force us. Let me, let me go back to this. This is what I predict is going to happen. Okay. They will play some man because they have confidence in the two corners that they have. They will have a spy on Josh, maybe CJ Mosley. I don't know. They're going to have a spy. They're going to try to keep him in the pocket. Keep them in the pocket. So that's why I want us to spread these guys out. Spread them out, right? And our if they're going to do that, this is where our running backs must step their game up. Here's what I can see happening. Let's just say we, we run into some frustration and we're not able to run the football. They're going to say, why can't we run the football? We should be able to run. I'm so sick of this. That's what I've been talking about this whole damn time. We drafted a second rounder. Let's see what he's got. Now, he gave us something last week. Let's see what he's got this week. But I hope that's not the case. I hope we light these guys up and we send them to bed. If not, it's going to be a long day. My man Bobby Ray comes in, the X factor, X factor for the game, James Cook. <sighs> you think? X factor. Bobby, if you, can t- if you have the time and just type in a couple characters to, li- to explain why he's the X factor of the game. I know you're not going to come on here on camera, but I'm curious as to why you think he's going to be Cam- the X factor of the game because I feel he's not going to get a lot of playing time. I feel that it's going to be a lot of Naheem, 
and and uh, <laughs> Naeem and my guy, uh, Devin Singletary. Don't laugh. I don't want you to laugh. I want you to, to take your phone and just give me like a few lines to say why. And I don't want, don't give me the, this emoji. Don't do that. Give me some words. Give me some, give me some letters, put some letters together, put some, some apostrophes and put some commas and stuff, put, put something together. Let me see what you got. <laughs> uh, Wally World says, yo, facts. Cook going, is, is Cook going to get RB of the week? What? Wally, you tripping, man. You in your own world. Wally's world. You in your own world, Wally World. My man, Namdi says, yo, Cook will likely not have more than five snaps. I agree. I don't think he, I think they're going to ice him. I think they're going to ice him. They're going to, they're going to, they got the guy they wanted. Why would you go out and, and, and trade for a guy, a sixth round pick that can turn into a fifth to have him sit for James Cook? Rico, you're just a hater. You need to leave. Knock it off. I'm being real. You know what I'm saying? We traded for someone. They're going to play that somebody. Hyde's not playing RB much. He's been there two days. Damn, I don't give a damn he's been there two days. They're going to they're gonna put him in. Trust me. They're going to put a package for him. If you didn't hear, he's smart, man. He's already retaining the freaking offense already. They are going to play that man. If CMC can come in on day one and get a good chunk of plays, I'm sure of it that Naeem Himes can do the same. Now, I'm now comparing the two in terms of intellect and how much they can retain information. And I know I don't know these guys from a hole in the wall, but I'm just making an assumption. I'm making an assumption. You know what? Since Bobby wants to come out here and talk about X-Factor, who's your X-Factor for this game before I get out of here? Talk to me. While you guys are giving me your X-Factors for the game, I'm going to read my man Bobby, uh, Bobby's lines. He says, Cook had more all-purpose yards than Motor last week. They see how to use Cook better now, and coaches are talking about him. Okay. All right. All right, mister. I see that. I'm Listen, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. It's a good explanation, but we'll see how it goes. The question is, do they trust him enough? Is that a fluke? You know what I'm saying? But we'll see. I want to see more. I personally want to see more of James Cook. I want it. I want to see what he's got. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, we drafted him in the second round. Use the mother effing guy. That's the way I look at it. All right. Now, where the hell is my phone at? Did my phone fall on the floor? I don't know where my phone's at. Oh, there it is. So, guys, oh, hold on. Body Bean Crosby, what's up, Bada? Bada Bean comes in and says that uh, probably won't happen, but it's possible they got Heinz for special teams. Uh, he'll definitely be returning punts, I'm sure. I'm sure he's gonna be returning punts, but we'll see. Uh, we'll see how that plays out. I would look, I would look forward to seeing it. And uh, if it's if that's the case, let's roll. Let's roll, baby. Let's roll. That's the way I look at it. So uh, let me let me get out of here, guys. Appreciate you, and uh, let me serenade you with uh, this new track. Um, you know what I'm saying it's the Rico Report. I'm out of here. Well, I'm not gonna play that one. I, I wanted to give you guys some, but you know what? Let me give you the actual anthem. And you guys let me know what you guys think because that's what the uh that's what the song's gonna be going forward, people. Going forward, this is what we're gonna play for you guys. So let me cue up my music. You got me, you got me sound like Dion. Cue up my music. <laughs> Let's see what we got here, boys. All right. So, folks, that's it for me, fans. We love you, and now we'll catch you on the flip side. And we out. Smash that like before you get out of here. It's your boy Rico. It's the Buffalo Fanatics. Buffalo Fanatics. Rock with me. My man Don Brown, 
produced by Owen. Let's yeah. go, smash it. I'm a fanatic. Hey, I'm a Buffalo fanatic. Oh, play good, be humble. Woo. Number 17, the captain. Get up. I'm a Buffalo fanatic. Yup. I'm a Buffalo fanatic. I'm a Buffalo fanatic. I'm a Buffalo fanatic. Hey, I'm a Buffalo fanatic. Just like Rico going live, talking to my people. Cause the team's driven like West Hurt. Other teams can't. It's a repo. Rock the opponents got to call up Triple O. Bills Mafia, we heating up. We, we got bean the plug, electric show. We wired up, hit up Rico, he fired up. We know where we stand on the power ranking. Other teams, fans in the comments, hating. We block them all. We protecting Josh. So you jump him, he the general now. Have yourself a Rico fantastic night for interviews. We'll catch you on the flip side. Got the best fan base away. I'm a Buffalo fanatic. Play good, be humble. Number 17, the captain. I'm a Buffalo fanatic. I'm a Buffalo fanatic. I'm a Buffalo fanatic. I'm a Buffalo fanatic. Hey, I'm a Buffalo fanatic. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.